0: Hey there, everybody. This is Mikey. Unfortunately, we have to start this episode out on a very serious note because the world lost an amazing human being. And his name was Reggie Parks. Now, some of you may not recognize that name. Reggie was a professional wrestler. And he had a nearly 50 year long career in the ring. He worked with all the greats, from Gorgeous George, to Luthez, to Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, Harley Race. And he even had matches to try to help up-and-coming wrestlers at the time find their way around the ring. Uh, A couple of notable up-and-comers that he assisted, uh, Dusty Rhodes who went on to become the American dream and Ric Flair, who many of you know, the 16 time world champion and the nature boy. Not only did Reggie have a successful wrestling career all over the world, but he also designed and manufactured nearly every belt that you ever saw from 1962 Throughout the 80s, every major promotion and many promotions around the world utilized Reggie's talents to design their title belts. He also did extensive work in the boxing world. He created belts for the Ultimate Fighting Championship and even designed a custom belt for Madonna to feature on the cover of her 2008 album, Hard Candy. The man's work is everywhere in pop culture. The wrestling world lost a legend and an icon. The world lost a fantastic human being. And I can say that I lost a dear friend. I want to share, first of all, a small clip of an interview that I conducted with Reggie where he discusses what it was like to make belts for the Ultimate Warrior. And I want to follow that clip with a tradition in the wrestling world, one of the highest honors that they give to fallen wrestlers a 10-bill salute, followed by a moment of silence. I thank you for allowing me to pay tribute to a personal friend of mine, a friend of the show, and just a great guy. I'm going to miss you, buddy.
1: I made at least a half a dozen of them because every time he changes outfit different colors, uh, the office would call me and say, uh, "the uh, the warriors uh, uh, he's going into he's got a blue one coming up blue blue outfit okay so we got to make a blue belt <laughs> okay a few months later a couple threes, three or four months a couple months later maybe a.
0: you think you made the most belts for for him or was there somebody that you had to make more for uh
1: no but like for everybody else i was just making one or two belts but but uh, the lawyer was the only guy that would you know you'd have to make uh, a belt that would uh, match his outfit <laughs>
0: that's it's kind of crazy that he got that that special treatment isn't it That's, that's that's pretty cool, though, that you got to make all those different belts for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite interesting the way it was. Uh, I made a bunch for um, for the Hulksters. He, he he'd order belts and he'd give them to, the, to his friends.
0: Oh, so you had to keep making him different ones, huh? So I'd have,
1: have to keep making belts for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God almighty.
0: Well, it, it, it kept you in business, though, right? Hey, that that works so yeah well, well thank you for telling that little story there i really appreciate it okay so- Retro Renegade's Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hey there, what's up? I'm here for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. My name is Mikey. I'm Corey. And, uh, and we're back. Again. Again, yeah. Two you're... weeks in a row. Well, this will be three. Three weeks in a three, row. Yeah, three weeks in three a row. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully you guys are enjoying your October. Are you enjoying your October so far?
2: I am. Yeah. It's, it's I've been Actually, nice. I'm enjoying this. It's uh, It's been a good year. It's way better than last year. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Last year's Last year's October sucked. I mean, I still haven't put my Halloween decorations out yet, just because I don't want to go dig them out. Right. Because they're behind the Christmas stuff and everything else has built up the last 360 days.
0: Right. Because <laughs> you, know? you didn't take them out, so everything went back in yeah. front Yeah, they didn't get put back in order. So, I was supposed to do that today. I don't see that happening. No.
2: So, I might do it tomorrow after work. No. Yeah. Well, you got a couple
0: things out, Frank. You got that ghost. My giant eyeball. and big eyeball. My, my ghost that lights ghost up the entire it?
2: patio. Yeah. I mean, it lights up the neighborhood. That thing's bright as fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I noticed that. So yeah, you're, you got a couple things out. So yeah, And hard. while we're while we're talking about that, you know, we we're
2: just talking about um, the Elray network. Yeah. They're going to be streaming now. We need
0: to find that cuz that was a great. That's network.
2: what I'm doing right now. I'm actually yeah. while we're discussing this and I'm you know, this is this goes this this counts as honey money cuz I'm already distracted. Yeah, yeah, he started you were distracted when I got here. I was. Yeah. So, and so I'm trying to find the streaming
0: well, put it in perspective, I got here about an hour and 45 minutes ago, and we're just now sitting down to record, so we've been yeah. a little distracted. Uh, we had, uh, uh, well, at least I had, some uh, uh, Cereal Monster fruit snacks. You did, and
2: they were good. They were delicious.
0: I can't find El Ray Network. Um, Maybe they don't have an app yet. Well, we've just been talking, you know, movies, and, and you were watching... Uh, dream, dream warriors. warriors when i came in which was was nice i one of my favorites in the franchise
2: yeah so and then i, I just
0: bought the entire franchise yeah and it's on shutter
2: and it's on shutter it's and on peacock it's on peacock and, yeah but this had the, this came with the uh the behind the scenes the making of oh okay yeah all the, the movies okay
0: yeah so you get to see all that yeah so that's I, cool
2: That's i always i always enjoy watching that stuff to see yeah. how they actually did it because I mean back then you know, they didn't have, like, the CGI. and you know? all. Oh, right. They did a lot of green screen shit. Yeah. But, like, when, like, in Dream Warriors, Freddy comes out as a big fucking worm. Yep. I wanted to see how they did that.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, because that was,
2: all like, animatronics.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a big puppet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, like, pictures and stills, and I, I'm sure that on the, you know, the movies that I have on DVD, they have that. Yeah. So I should, I should look into that. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, that kind of leads us into what we're going to talk about. You're looking up El Rey, and we're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street again. So, what we want to talk about was kind of some of the horror television shows that we remember from our Ute. A Ute. Now, these days, I mean, you have American Horror Story, which is very hit and miss for me. We were talking about that a little bit ago with your mom.
2: Yeah, and there's a few seasons I, like, a couple seasons I liked, and,
0: you know, some of them I just... Or just like, meh? I I have never finished a season. Really? Uh, and some of them I didn't even start. The You know, the, if the topic doesn't really appeal to me, I, I don't really want to watch it.
2: El Ray's on Roku. It's on Roku? Okay, cool. I don't have Roku. Except I've got for Roku. in my bedroom.
0: I've got two Rokus. Or my daughter's room. So,
2: yeah, that's So cool. I have
0: to just move the TV. El Rey's a great, it's a great fucking channel. But yeah. anyway, so we were talking about American Horror Story, and... There's only like three seasons I really tried out. Too
2: fucking bright outside. <laughs> there. Now I'm not gonna go blind.
0: Good. There was only there was only three seasons I really even tried. I tried out uh, Asylum.
2: Yeah. And it was alright. I, li- I did like Asylum. I didn't. I think that was the one with the aliens. I don't remember because I didn't finish it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get very far. Season 2 I, had the aliens. I don't know. And I was like, man, what the fuck? So, I kind of let it sit. And then I finished it. I was like, this actually turned out pretty good. But I th- I, I did like Asylum. Um, I watched the American Horror Stories on streaming. Yeah. completely different series. Yeah. I think not remember what that was on. It was on, fuck, I don't know, HBO Max or some shit. And... Those were good because each story was different. All right. It, it was like an hour-long episodes,
0: and then each one was a different story. Yeah, kind of like what they do with the with the seasons. But <laughs> yeah. See, I I, I thought that I'd really enjoy Freak Show, and it was okay. I did, I mean meh. Uh, and then Hotel, I started watching that because Lady Gaga.
2: Yeah, I, dude. Did you see where? Did you see the part where she just had her ass sticking out? Yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite scene. Yeah. The
0: yeah. whole series. That was my favorite scene. So I, but I haven't finished that one either because I just lose interest in them. So and
2: then uh, anything with Emma Roberts in it? Yeah, I'm all about that too. Okay, I like Emma Roberts. Yeah. Well, she's like that girl next door, secret into weird shit, type person. That's all you know. And I'm all about that.
0: That sounds like a lot of our friends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. Anyway, so that, you know that's kind of the modern take, and hi
2: friends, son of a bitch, what the hell?
0: Two weeks in a row, I did that. Um, last week's was weirder though because it was actually Freddy Krueger. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this was this was um, I don't even know what the hell. This is it's just a preview for El Rey Network, and I didn't even mean to click on it.
0: Yeah, well, there you know they've, they've rebooted different things from the '80s and '90s into TV shows. We got. Uh, a Chucky TV show coming up? Yeah, which uh, I think is I, I want I definitely want to check that one out. Is there a Candyman one coming up? Or? I don't think there's
2: a Candyman one. Um, there might be. I haven't heard. I mean, I can look that shit up real quick.
0: But. No, there was some. There was another one. I can't remember what it was. But you've had like Bates Motel, and you've had uh, uh, what the fuck was that other one that that was just on? Um, oh, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. So you you've had a bunch of them reboot. Hail of the King, baby. But back in the day, you didn't have a bunch of
2: horror on television. No. Dude, you know what's kind of getting off topic a little bit? You know what they're rebooting? Night Court.
0: Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. John
2: Larkin is still playing Dan. That will be amazing. And the girl, not, what's her name, not Kaylee Coca, but the other blonde from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. The one with the glasses and the squeaky voice. Yep. She's Harry Anderson's daughter.
0: And she's a wow. judge. Nice.
2: So I think that's gonna be great. Yeah, that'll be
0: funny. I hope uh that they bring back Bull.
2: I don't think he's gonna because he's like eighty years old.
0: Yeah. He's still alive though.
2: Yeah. Mac died just recently.
0: Yeah, Mac died and uh Marky Poston she just Yeah, I think died. she died too. Um, I think. Yeah. Which I liked her. Yeah. Sort of, she was funny. Yeah, she was very good in the role against uh against uh she was, I think she
2: was, she was yeah, she was the best I guess, comic, I don't know, comic relief. Foil. Foil. Yeah. Dan. Yep. And then the other, because I mean, the first two seasons, they had the different, um, attorneys. Right. And they just didn't work out. And then they got her, and then she was up until the show ended.
0: Yeah. Uh, Marshall Warfield would be another one. that would be fun to bring back. Oh, Ross. Yeah. Oh, I love Ross. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be fun to bring back. Um, John Larroquette, you know, was the uh, narrator for my one of my favorite horror films. Which one? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 74, the original. He was the narrator? In the very beginning where it says, you know, it was an August evening of, you know... Blah, no blah, blah. shit. That was John Larroquette. That
2: would have been one of his first big gigs. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little fun fact. A little Halloween trivia for you. Nice. You know, seasonal trivia. But... So you didn't you didn't get a lot of horror on television. Look no, back in the eighties and nineties there wasn't a lot didn't. of it. I mean now you've got like American Horror Story, huge ratings, the fucking Walking Dead and all the bullshit that they put on after that. Huge. they used to do huge ratings. I don't know. I what don't it know does if now. they do now, I, 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 I quit watching it. I quit watching years ago. I
2: quit watching after getting got rid of Rick. When he uh, was I, gone. I quit before that.
0: Yeah. I quit before that. I quit when they didn't kill Daryl off after like season five. He's a, he'll never die, dude. I know. I was like, if they kill him or if they kill the baby off, because, you know, the baby in the comics die. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they need to either kill the baby or kill Daryl. To show... To They needed to show me that... Because they always said, nobody's off limits. Except for Daryl. Except for Daryl and Judith. Nobody's off limits.
2: Well, you know, it's like, oh well, fucking... What the hell is his real name? Um, Daryl?
0: Yeah. Um, Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus.
2: I don't think he has anything
0: else to do and... He's just—he's just in it for the money. He can't really do anything else because once once you do something else, you're you're a major character, and while you are that major character, you go into a movie. People can't pull you out of The Walking Dead. No. So it won't work. So he really can't do anything else. I mean, because he he's was, too he, big. Was, he was known for Boondock Saints. Yep. He was in Blade, the second Blade movie. Oh, he got strung up and gutted. Yep. Yep. No, Blade blew him up. That's right. It was that other fucking uh, Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where he got strung up and gutted. Yep. Um,
2: but yeah, yeah, I mean, he was big. He was. He had big scenes in those. Yeah. And he was, you know, I, heard, you know, I heard they're doing another Boondock Saints movie. Oh wow, that'd be cool. But I don't know. I, I think I think Norman Reedus just needs to get away from the show, back yeah. out for a while, and then come back and be something else. Yeah. He's he's now he's now labeled like Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker exactly or hot or you know or I mean, I mean that's a great example right there you know you can't really get anything else anybody sees you, you're yeah you know you're fucking you're be Daryl yeah
0: no oh, well I mean I think they should kill him off years ago but that's not what we're here to talk about <laughs> we can go we can argue no, about yeah. Walking Dead forever so in the Oh, I'd say you know, in the beginning. In the beginning, um, it was in the late '80s. Uh, Freddy's nightmares. They made. They made. You know, since we just talked about Nightmare on Elm Street, we'll start with this one. They did a spinoff in '88, October of '88, actually. Um, ran for two years. They did Freddy's nightmares. Now, I tuned in, and the big the big thing was, it was supposed to be Freddy Krueger. Well, the first couple episodes he was in, they actually told the the backstory. Of how, he of how he became the dream demon. They actually told Freddy's real story, which up to this point, I don't think they had told yet, because that didn't come out, the whole story didn't come out until... The remake. Freddy's Dead. Oh, yeah. Freddy's Dead, they did that. They did the whole story. They did bits and pieces of it throughout the, the films. But this, the pilot of Freddy's Nightmares told the story of How, why he got uh, his case thrown out of court, and why they went after him and all that. So, then they kind of veered, and Freddie became the host. Yeah. So he'd come out at the beginning, he'd tell a little story, and he'd say, here's what I did. Like, basically saying, here's the nightmare I gave this person. But... The things would affect him, like you know, the nightmare world and the real world would uh, would affect him, but Freddie wasn't in it. Yeah. So it's like, eh, it's kind of, it kind of watered it down a little bit, but it was still cool to see Freddie on TV every week. Uh, did you ever get a chance to, to see that?
2: I remember watching it when I was yeah. little. Yeah. But I vaguely remember any of the episodes. Actually, I don't remember any of the episodes, but I remember trying to watch it. I think it was on like at maybe eleven or ten at night. Well, what I remember it, it came, wasn't prime time it
0: all came on right after Saturday Night Live so that been. So that would have been midnight midnight yeah because it, it there's a couple of other shows that we're going to talk about here that it was like my boom 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 we've already talked about because we talked about it in the glow episode yeah because uh, and, and Hollywood told me that I was cute for staying up so late <laughs> when I was like 12 <laughs> um, I just got some uh, I just ordered some t- uh, she, she makes all that soap and stuff yeah she she just started making um tattoo balm.
2: Oh no shit. And I'm
0: going. I just happen to be going in to get a tattoo on Wednesday. So I ordered some tattoo balm from her. It she just finished it, so I'm gonna be one of the first tries. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, so the Hollywood Botanica, we we love Jeannie. Yes, we do. So that's Hollywood Botanica with a K. Botanica, Botanic, can. Uh, yeah. But or or you know, go back in our show archives, you can see the, the link to all of her soap and stuff. I, I I used her soap, you used her mm-hmm. soap, yeah. It's a great, great product. It smells great too. It does. It it's, is it's it's all natural. Honey money. Vegan. Yeah, this is honey money, and little shout out to, to our friend Hollywood. Um, but anyways, so this came on like at midnight on Saturday night. So you had to really work to, if you wanted to watch this. Yeah. And I had glow the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling as the pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. So I stayed up through these other three shows and grew to love all three of them. So, uh, yeah, Freddy's Nightmares, they they just wanted to, to put that character in, you know, he'd already been around for four years. Yep. So they wanted to put that character in mainstream. So put him on TV where people could stumble across it. And they could also put all those horrible fucking 900 Freddy's Nightmares commercials oh, yeah. that we heard last week but he was always on fucking doing something. Yeah he was. You know.
2: And oh, man, they pimped the hell out
0: of Freddy. They did. He's one of the most exploited characters in horror I think. Because he I've seen Freddy Krueger chopsticks.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like his glove with the two chopsticks.
2: Yep. Well even more recently lately because all that shit all that old school pop culture stuff is oh, becoming mainstream. Yeah. And you could find it everywhere. So, I mean, everything's become... doesn't matter what it is anymore. It's almost like everything is pop culture now.
0: Yeah, it's all retro. Yeah. Retro pop culture. Somebody should cash in on that. Retro right. pop culture. Wait, we did. <laughs> we did. No. We're we, not. We haven't we, we cashed in on shit. Because we, we don't make any fucking money <laughs> doing that. Damn. Well, you know, outside of the honey money and... The, the pennies that we get, the penny, from, yeah, we're we for a pack sp- of gum, yeah, from our sponsorship. But we and then Rex those. has got you know he
2: owes all that goes to
0: Gene Simmons. I mean, that, yeah, wow, well, yeah, might as well. Gene Simmons break. Gene Simmons break. Number one, here we go. My
1: my uh, biggest compliment and the biggest downfall is the me part of me. I
0: actually think I'm all that. I know it. That's my daddy. All right, so there was your Gene Simmons break early in the show.
2: Yes, there's you know. probably going to be another one.
0: Yeah, oh, well, I, I guarantee, I guarantee, because you know we're already almost 20 minutes in and we haven't really covered We've much covered of our fucking covered shit yet. Topic. <laughs> so Freddie's nightmares. It would it would be like a, each episode would be a standalone, and like I said, Freddie would introduce it. Sometimes he would appear in the episode, but most of the time not.
2: There, there'd be like a a resemblance to him somewhere in the episode. Yeah, there would
0: be some kind of callback to you know like uh, somebody mopping the floor somebody wearing a shirt wearing a shirt. Hat. Yeah. Um but for the most part he wasn't the the episode was not Freddy killing people because they didn't want to do that on TV. TV. They that wow, that was then scary. That, that was. Stereo. Yeah, that was awesome. Um what they would want to do is just introduce this spooky little story. And then say, well, Freddy caused that nightmare. Because he would do that, too, in the movies. He would cause you to see or experience some sort of trauma yeah. from your past, and he wasn't even in it. Let's so. see, I'm just reading here. It says,
2: due to budget restraints, the producers were of the series were forced to use unknown actors rather than some of the stars associated with the, with the movies.
0: Yeah. And some i mean it's like we got like 30 bucks to spend on this right They, they and they really i mean outside of a few people bill, bill mosley was in it bill mosley was in it um lori petty also was in it yeah brad pitt lori petty's tank girl yeah yeah and she was also amazing in orange is the new black
2: yeah oh i loved her net
0: um yeah brad pitt was was in this i mean very early a lot of these people went on to do something it just they were not well known at the time. Now, the guest stars, Jeffrey Combs, obviously from yep. uh, the, the Reanimator series, he was in it, but he was already kind of known. He was already like a cult actor at the time. Uh, Laura Park Lincoln, she was in uh, Friday the 13th, one of them, one of the later ones. Okay. Um, She's you know, pretty well known. Uh, you know, they're just different, different people that were in like uh, Roger Corman movies, like uh, Dick Miller. Um Tamara Glenn from the Halloween five was it in, yep. in it. So they did get some name actors.
2: After probably it started taking off and Yeah,
0: after a little while.
2: But I mean, Bill Mosley Bill Mosley that was probably about the same time he did Texas too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would have been. When he was Chop Top. Yeah. I love Chop Top. It's my one of my favorite characters in war.
2: Morris Chestnut. I mean, there's a lot of names we've heard of.
0: Lick my plates, you dog Nick. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Time for incoming mail <laughs> I love Chop Chop. I fucking love him. And Bill Mosley's a super fucking nice guy too. Yeah, he's very he's very down earth, very quiet. Yeah, very he' nothing at all what you would expect if you've seen uh you know any of the Rob Zombie movies featuring Bill Mosley as Otis Driftwood or Texas Two. Or he's even he was in the Texas Chainsaw remake. Well oh he was, wasn't he? Yeah, the, the uh the most recent one. He played the cook. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think that was the one that our friend John Dugan, who played the grandpa in the original, he was grandpa. He this was one. grandpa in the new one too, the newer one. I think it was the three D one. Okay, yeah, I think it might have been the three D one. Um, but yeah, he played. He he reprised the role of, of grandpa like how many decades later? It was pretty awesome. But uh, anyhow, yeah. So so. The, uh, Freddy's Nightmares, I enjoyed it, it seemed to have a good following, but, I don't know, it only lasted a couple years, about the time that Freddy's Dead came out, it kind of fizzled Fizzled out, and, which was interesting, because I thought they then took the concepts of this show and put it in the new Nightmare, Yeah, because there were some elements of that, well, that's, I think, what they wanted to do with the series. And they couldn't because they couldn't afford everybody. So, I which mean, makes sense. Yeah, and there was a lot of violent scenes in it, and a lot of sexual innuendo. <laughs> oh, damn! That you know you wouldn't expect from a TV show. So, I know that they had to really edit. I mean, what, and, what they did. And, oh shit! I'm on the
2: wrong fucking thing again. Hold on a second. I got off track. I was trying to see who produced it, because it wasn't Wes Craven.
0: No, no. No, um, this
2: was somebody I've never heard of, Gilbert Alder. He was a producer. Oh, man, no idea. Yeah, me either. Let me see what he's been in. Um, Nothing I've heard of besides this. Well, I mean, it was cool. It, my only uh, complaint was... He was in Bordello. He did Bordello Blood, Demon Knight. Oh, there, yeah, okay. okay those um, are big movies. 13 Ghosts. Ghost Ship, Starsky and Hutch, he was exactly Rude right. Constantine. 13 ran, Ghosts. Yeah, so, so your turns. brother, your brother knows him. Yeah, he probably does.
0: <laughs> he's got him on speed dial. We we, we doing? He's got him on speed dial.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the guy went. Did, he went and did a bunch of good stuff. He did Children of the Corn two as a writer, and then he wrote Reddler of Blood. Which how,
0: how do you think he's done good stuff? And then you mentioned Children of the Fucking Corn two.
2: Yeah, I was, I, I was like. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Bordello of Blood, which was not a great movie. Oh, I love Bordello of Blood. I did not. Dennis Miller? Yeah, I didn't care for that one. We'll
0: talk more about where that came from in the second half, I think. Because uh, that's kind of the big one. Yeah. So that was that's the one everybody knows. So Freddy's Nightmares, eh, I mean, it was good. Like I said, my complaint is, not enough Freddy in it. Because he would open the show, he would pop in halfway through. Yeah. Sometimes they would have two stories in one episode. Sometimes they would have one long story. And he'd just come through about halfway or like the, the commercial breaks and make a little smart-ass comment and then go to the commercial. Like, oh,
2: you're still fucking
0: here. Yeah. Or, you know, he would just have like some smart-ass comment about how what happened to the main character. Yeah. You know? And just like he always did, but it would just be quick. Little spots of Robert England, And I was like, man, I wish there was more. But there wasn't. The... Next one, this one, I know you probably liked it a lot more than I did. It was Friday the 13th, the series.
2: Which it was not great, but it was something for a 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 10-year-old kid to watch.
0: Well, yeah, but the only real tie between the show... Was the name? It, it, well, the name, and then there was a few crew members that came over. Um, the producer... Was, was in it, was involved. Uh, one of the stars was involved somehow, but he wasn't a, a star. It just, you know, a few of them that worked behind the scenes were involved. Just reading the synopsis on
2: this, it had three seasons. I mean, just reading the story on it, it almost sounds like needful things.
0: That's exactly what it was. And Needful Things is one of my favorite Stephen King books.
2: Yeah,
0: um, they originally they wanted they made this show, and they wanted to call it the Thirteenth Hour, but uh, the producer Frank Mancuso Jr. thought that that would turn viewers away, so he because he had a tie to the Friday the Thirteenth, he borrowed the name. Friday the thirteenth, the series. I need to borrow a name. To deliberately bring people to to see it, it had nothing to do with Jason. Jason wasn't in it. There was no connection. They had no mention. It, nothing. He should have been the host. He'd be like Just pointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hit people with a machete. Or like you go to a commercial break and he's like got two girls in a sleeping bag beating up against a tree. Did you see
2: that I sent you that picture? It was it was a Jason action figure and he was beating Twinkies up against a yes. tree. Yes. Yeah. That was great. <laughs>
0: But this, like you said, it was like needful things. Uh, they had an antique store that had cursed items, and or they were trying to get cursed items. Or let's see here. Uh,
2: but not not an ordinary shop antique shop. Lewis made deals with the devil in exchange for material wealth. He would sell cursed antiques. Mickey, along with his cousin Ryan and her partner, retired magician Jack, heavy or have the duty of recovering the antiques by to be sealed in their basement where the items can't cause more harm. So they'd sell the items and then they'd have to go recover them.
0: Yeah, the 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 evil uncle would sell them and they'd have to go yeah. get them back. So I I watched it, I know, but I lost interest real quick because no Jason. No. That's what I was expecting. Um, I've seen... This is another one that is like Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. If it had a different name and didn't try to fit into that world, Yep. it would have been great. But instead, they tried to draw off that ra- name recognition. They were just pimping off the name. And it just, it, that turned me off big time. But, I mean, it I mean, I think it ran for uh, three seasons? 70, yeah, 72 episodes, episodes. episodes. And I mean, they, they tried different names and it just, I don't know why they settled on Friday the 13th, the series. You know, like I said, uh, the 13th Hour was one name, Friday's Curse was another one. Friday's Curse wouldn't have been bad. No, that would have been bad at all. But you would have to air it on Friday. And I, I mean, this went into syndication, so it did not, it aired whenever they had time. You know, late nights and all that shit. So, I mean, you watched, like I said, you watched it more than I did.
2: What did you think of it? honestly don't remember much of it, dude. I've been trying to find it again. It wasn't very memorable. And, I mean, because it came out in 87, so I was 7, 8 years old. But, I've, like I said, I've been trying to find it on streaming, and unless I want to find, like, a really bad version of it on YouTube, yeah, I ain't going to find it.
0: I It was on Amazon Prime for a, for a while.
2: Very briefly. Yeah. Because it shows it on there, but it's not available. Oh. So, I mean, once it becomes
0: available, I might check it out again. It, but. Yeah, this one did not hit for me at all. Just you know, and like I said, had it had they gotten more of the Needful Things route, yeah, it would have been great. Cause I Needful Things, if you haven't read it, great, great book. The movie they didn't really do a good adaptation in the movie at all.
2: I'm more of a movie guy. Dude, In and Out in two hours. That's yeah. Rodney Dangerfield type shit right there. Yeah, Orson Welles, great, great actor. Seeing this movie, In and Out in two hours. Yeah. He's a, he's a tall, fat customer also.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, needful things, they, they just, they missed the boat with the movie, but the book, uh, basically, to give you a synopsis of it without giving it away because there's a lot of action, a lot of shit that goes on, the devil comes in and opens a store yeah. in Maine, obviously. Oh, yeah, everything,
2: everything, that's why I've been to Maine, dude, Maine's a spooky place. Well, yeah,
0: and Stephen King didn't help any. No. Uh, But he opens a store in this town, and whatever you absolutely must have, your grail item is in there. So you, there'd be some fucking Ninja Turtle thing in there or something. Probably. Um, And I'd be like, dude, whatever you want. But yeah, yeah. And that's what, he would get it to you, and it wasn't what it was worth. It was, what can you give for it? Or what can you trade for it? Okay, I will give you this, but you have to go do this to this person. Yeah. And the power of the item, because it was cursed, would overtake you, and you would go do it. Uh, great fucking meat cleaver fight in this book. They oh, nice. They don't show it in the movie. Uh-uh. But, yeah, these these two people hack each other to death with fucking meat cleavers. It's amazing. Anyhow, um, and that's not a spoiler, because I can't remember who the fuck did it, so you'll never know what's coming. It's true. <laughs> I don't remember the names, but... Just... If, <coughs> if they would have taken that concept and just ran with it with this show, yeah, and called it something different, it would have been great. Could have called it fucking needful things. If they could have got the rights, that yeah. would have been a better fit. Things, better the things fit. you need. Yeah, things you need. That are cursed. Yeah. Cursed things that you need. It that doesn't really roll off the tongue well. Roll off my tongue just fine. Well, yeah, my, not mine. But cursed things you need. Cursed things you need. So, Friday the 13th. I'm going to open up a store like that. Cursed things you need? Mm-hmm. Well, we'd have to find somebody to curse them. We know people that can curse. We you. know people. <laughs> so this next one, I, this is all this one's all you because I don't remember this show. Which one's
2: Erie Indiana? Erie Indiana. Well let me pull it back up. Uh nope, not Friday the thirteenth, Erie.
0: So it looks like it was uh it ran for two years, two seasons. Um well one season. But it was 91, 92.
2: and then they redid it again.
0: In in ninety eight, they did it again.
2: Yeah, it wasn't it was I think it was the same kid or some shit or it was the same story concept. But Erie, Indiana, takes place in Erie, Indiana, obviously. Wow, um, that
0: was deep.
2: That <laughs> was deep. <laughs> it it was a weird show. It, it was kind of like watching, say, like Freddy's Nightmares or or uh, Friday the Thirteenth the series. Okay. But like the kids. The kid, his neighbor was Elvis. He was an old, fat Elvis mowing his grass. Oh, wow. Um, weird supernatural shit happened in this town. And for some reason, he was a kid who had to solve these things and get them fixed. Oh.
0: So he was like a Scooby-Doo type character. Kind of, yeah. Okay.
2: Like, um, uh, so I said, you know, I was like, fuck, I, I just got done watching these not too long ago. But I can't remember the episodes, but it was always something weird. And him and his little sidekick buddy. Yeah. His little best friend. They'd have to go f- solve these problems and get them okay. to clear up for the town, so the town could be a little bit more normal for the day. For the day, yeah. Okay. And then he would write them in his journal and talk about what the experience he had and what was found and what they did, and he'd keep like all these little artifacts in his in his little attic bedroom. Oh, so yeah, it was it was a cool show. I mean, it's on. I think it's on Prime right now.
0: It sounds interesting. It, yeah, it,
2: was, it, was, it was pretty was... interesting. I mean, it's a it's a kid show. Yeah, but it was like a, a horror sci-fi type show that kids could watch and it was i think it was on primetime or it was on saturday afternoons or some shit well
0: and they said that they brought it back and put it on the disney channel so it must be pretty
2: yeah it's pretty, pretty calm. Tame. Yeah. yeah
0: pretty cool I, I think
2: i think like in the beginning like his he would talk about like Bigfoot would go through his rummage through his trash. Oh, okay. Yeah, shit like that.
0: Well, yeah, and they, they brought it back uh, on the Fox Kids Network. So, yeah, it had. Yeah, it's, it's been a very calm. Super, show. super calm to be on those two entities and, and be okay. Yeah. You know, so.
2: Or, yeah, Eerie and the, the other dimension. So, it was the same town, but like a multiverse. Oh, okay. Because I think I started watching it, and the, I think it showed both the kid in this dimension and the kid in the original. Oh, that, that's interesting. Yeah, they, yeah, like they collaborate together. Yeah, to figure out these what the fuck's happening. I
0: mean, that's kind of fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a cool show. I mean, you just, I would definitely check it out. Dude. You just sit down and like watch a couple episodes, and they're entertaining, but they're not scary by any means. Right?
0: You know, and and that. I mean, they made a Goosebumps TV. It's show. It's kind of like Goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. So the, I remember the Goosebumps I mean, that we didn't even think to bring that one up, but uh, I I've watched a few of those episodes that were on something, and it was interesting. You know, it was fun. Uh, I think the kid that was in this
2: in Erie, Indiana, was the same... He was the kid in uh, Hocus Pocus.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. He was the virgin who lit the candle. Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah, and and all these come from you know, like, way back when uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents Yeah, and uh, Twilight Zone. Which, both of them, those were cool, and we we'll kind of get those into are those. Still,
2: those are still classics, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think more people probably watched more Twilight Zone, and then they did, you know, the second series back in the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, sure, yeah. And then, But I still like the originals. Yeah, the original was awesome. I don't remember watching much of Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, but that was, I think that came out in like in the 60s or 70s. Yeah, and
0: it was very, you know, just the little episodic. Because
2: like, good evening. Yeah, and then it'd go to the Hitchcock music, and it'd show his fat body. Yeah, shadow, yeah. The silhouette. The silhouette.
0: Yeah, draw him. But it would be every episode would be a different little story, yeah. and and it, you know, that, so that's where like the episodic horror kind of came from. Um, and then this one, we'll talk about this, and then I think we should, you know, maybe take a little break. Uh, although we've only been talking for like thirty-five minutes. Real quick. Yeah. You remember American Gothic. I remember. I don't. remember, I never watched it, but I. Remember.
2: I remember watching that in the '90s, and I think the, the town mayor or whoever the fuck he was, he was a devil. Oh. And his son, the girl got pregnant, and she ended up moving back to town or some shit. And his son was, the her son was the devil's kid. Oh wow. And he had the, some of the same powers. He was he was the same kid that was like in the fa- one of the Fashion and Furious movies. Okay. And, but it took place down in Texas, and it it was a good show back in the day. Yeah. And I thought they tried to bring it back and it just didn't have that same flair. I remember
0: hearing about it. it. Yeah, it just it wasn't around very long. Kind
2: of like a Dark Shadows. So they tried to redo that. Yeah, and it didn't work. No.
0: Yeah. So, this last one is, I don't know, it might be one of the scariest ones on the whole damn list. Just because the shit was real. <laughs> they were real stories. It's Ameri- uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah, dude. Unsolved Mysteries was great. Unsolved Mysteries was fun. Uh, I just remember uh, Robert Stack coming out. That guy. I mean, it, it you know was
2: who you know he played his most famous part. He played Ultra Magnus in Transformers movie. Okay. He was he was Ultra Magnus. Robert Stack. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries, Transformers the movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Unsolved Mysteries. The reason it was like so terrifying is, first of all, the delivery of all the people that. All the people that, that presented it, uh, Raymond Burr, Carl Malden, and Robert Stack. I
2: think he was the most
0: notable. Robert Stack was the most notable. I remember when Raymond Burr did it. Um, I remember a little bit about Carl uh, uh, Malden, too, but Robert Stack, these guys would come on and just have great delivery and great mm. presence and tell you about these horrifying fucking tales that don't have an ending. No. No.
2: Because like the Loch Ness monster.
0: We, yeah, some of them would be like more paranormal, and, yep. and you know, Loch Ness monster and and Bigfoot. Some of them would be poltergeist type stories, but some of them were just like fucking murders. I think Raymond Burr only did it for like a season or two. Yeah, he may have the initial little run was just like a little mini series. Yeah, they tried. Okay. I think he may have done that.
2: Regina Madsen was a host. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I, dude, I have a crush on her. I've had a crush on her forever.
0: But, they, they would come on and they would tell you, like, these fucking, like, disappearances. Virginia and, Madsen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her doing it, but. I, I don't,
2: don't either. Yeah. I should have watched those, though.
0: But, they didn't have endings. It's like, here's this terrifying tale, and we don't know who did it. Yeah. They could. It could be a, it'd be a murder. Yeah, they could be living next door to you, and it's like, oh, fuck. Fuck, I ain't going outside again. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, well, my neighbor is kind of creepy. You know? Yeah. I'm not going out there. It reminds me of my uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My neighbor reminds you of your uncle?
2: Yes. He's creepy.
0: My drunk neighbor? mm
2: mm-hmm. yeah, oh. Sounds like my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my uncle. He's he's been through a lot of shit in his
0: life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I have a drunk neighbor that is wild. <laughs> it's yeah, there's some fucking tales there. Um But so uh Unsolved Mysteries, that was more prime time. That's on oh and then it's on Netflix now, the new series. Yeah. Well I don't think they have a host though. They just come on. They and just come on and start
2: it. doing, yeah.
0: Um, they like voiceover type shit. Yeah. Well, the old ones are on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yeah, I think I, so. I've watched some of them. Like, yeah, it's fuck. They're talking about fucking aliens and sh- fucking conspiracy theories and shit. And oh, that like, was like
2: the original conspiracy. Holy shit. Show,
0: dude. You know, it, it would scare the fuck out of you because it'd be like, this happened, this happened, this happened. We don't know why, and we don't know who did and it. And
2: the whole family would sit down during dinner and watch it.
0: Yes, the everybody would be like. You fucking watch that shit and you go to sleep being like, okay, well, uh, yeah, I know that you know this, these killings took place in, you know, Ohio or Indiana okay, or whatever." Okay, here's, the, here's wherever, the top ten
2: unsolved mysteries. The Zodiac Killer, the Tarman Shud Case, Tommen, Tommen Shud Case. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't either. I thought you said Tarman Shud. I Chud. did it first. Tarman Shud Case. We know what those are.
0: Uh, yeah, and I thought, no, I saw the videos. They know where that shit came from.
2: The Tara Calico case the se- the severed feet mystery the dead woman who named her killer the boy in the box uh, So bitch, hold on a second. It only gave me seven, so I have to scroll down a little bit. The dead woman who named her killer, the boy in the box. The Jeanette De Palma case that was witchcraft. No. The Glico Morigata case, the SS Organa Median, the Cape Intruder, not the Caped Intruder, just the Cape Intruder, and that was 10. He He intruded a Cape? Apparently. Not a famous case, but a local one that I remember from years ago occurring in a neighboring town. If not for our brief mention of the old clip archive regarding the neighborhood watch, I might have thought this was an imagination. Back in two thousand five, in a affluent town of Cape Elizabeth, Maine, of course okay. it's, in Maine. it's in fucking Maine. yeah. Our community experienced something unnerving during the night. A victim who kept their doors unlocked would wake up in the morning to catch a brief, brief glimpse of a man staring at them before they could react the man would flee the scene leaving the house just as it was before he entered it nothing was stolen nobody was injured or killed and all he took was their private was their privacy when he snuck in their bedroom while they slept a rough sketch of the man who was nearly 20s played the played on local news everyone seemed to think they knew what it was and the police received new num- a number of calls concerning citizens names possible suspects Although two, named, two people named the same person, the police never did catch the Cape Intruder. Hmm. After some intrusions in August, December, February, he never did break in again. So, fuck, I don't know.
0: That's a mystery.
2: Yeah. And, and unsolved. Unsolved. I wonder, I just, why, I don't know why they, well, it's Cape Intruder, probably because he's up by Cape Canaveral there.
0: Well, the city name of the town was Cape something.
2: Something, I don't fucking remember. Yeah, you, you, you just said it. I did, you know, and that's my short-term memory. Cape yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. I would. It would be better if he had a cape on.
0: Well, yeah, he could be the Caped Cape Intruder. Caped
2: Cape Intruder.
0: Yeah. Maybe a mask.
2: He'd be like boo ha ah! and jump out the window. Yeah, he should have
0: like a, a luchador mask too. That'd
2: be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd call him Nacho Libre.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Nacho Libre Intruder.
2: <laughs> the Nacho Cape Intruder.
0: But no, uh, they would now and again would have pretty high uh, profile cases on there. Uh, Sometimes they would be an actual, you know, if you have any information, call. And sometimes it would just be like, it's unsolved. It's it's a cold case. It's fucking weird, isn't it? Sometimes it was just to tell the story. Sometimes they would ask you to help solve the case. And uh, sometimes they would have famous people come on to help, you know. uh, Football player Reggie White was on one episode. They were trying to find uh, the people that burned down his church. Um John Bon Jovi was on there because. Because he was in a blaze of glory. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, his uh, personal manager's daughter was killed and it was unsolved. So he came on to to try to get, you know, some help with that. Um, Well, you think that would have been on the other show? America's Most Wanted? Yeah. You would think, but they didn't know who they were looking for. That's true. So it was unsolved. Uh, Henry Rollins was on there.
2: I remember that one. Yeah.
0: uh, His. his best friend, Joe Cole, was murdered, and they don't know who did it. And so he was on there to you know, tell that story. So it was just, I mean, it was an interesting show. It was fun to watch. It still is fun to watch. Yeah. But it's... Fifteen seasons. It, it's fucking true shit. And yeah. so it's terrifying, some of it. But uh, you can see, you know, the first four that we talked about, while well, they were good shows, except for Unsolved Mysteries, the rest of them didn't really hit. They yeah. lasted a season or two, and they were gone. The well, you yeah, got unsolved mysteries. Now you it's got you got another
2: show kind of like that. It's a paranormal caught on camera. Yeah, which it, it's kind of the same, but more of it's you can find the same shit on YouTube. And that's right. where they pull a lot of these off. They of. pull a lot of them from YouTube, and it's a lot of like, you can watch one episode. You go to a different one, and it's, they have the same story of like the flying witch that was on episode one. Or the flying alien that looks like a witch or whatever. It's uh, somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Yeah, another town. Yeah, you know, our uh, our friends, uh, Nate and Kaylee from the Museum of Shadows have, yeah. been on, have been on that show.
2: Oh, no shit. Yeah,
0: and things from the Museum of Shadows, they've shown um, their little haunted doll, Ada. Yep. They've shown her moving. Oh, and wow. I, I've seen videos of her moving. I've seen her move with my fucking own eyes. That's fucking crazy. Um, I, I held her bad. hand, and she's a porcelain doll. I felt her grip my fingers. Oh wow! Um, I've uh, see I've actually seen her fucking move. She right before me. So I need. I need to get back down there. She fucking pulled her arm away. Somebody like went to touch her, and she pulled her arm away from him. I, 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 no, I don't
2: know where your hands been. Yeah, they.
0: I mean, she really did. And then I've seen her fucking sit up, and I, I've seen it with my own eyes. I can't explain it. It's not. I know it's not a trick, because she's not a fucking remote controlled. Yeah, she's an old porcelain doll. That's fucking creepy. Yeah, it was, it was creepier. But the thing is, I don't... It, it's creepy, but it doesn't creep me out. I'm enthralled by it, so I'm like...
2: It's like, we got them unsolved mysteries in our house here.
0: Yeah, we've like been and scratched and shit.
2: Scratched and fucking hearing stops upstairs uh-huh. when nobody else is home.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's like, I expect to hear something today because nobody else is here.
2: Well, it's like, Jamie, she heard somebody come in the house. Yeah. She heard somebody run through the kitchen or run to the kitchen and then run back out and slam the door. And she come down and nobody was here. Nobody was here.
0: Yeah. It's fucking weird. But yeah, we have we have that shit in my house too. That that when that fucking figure flew across the room Oh, the yeah. And we down there. And it had done that was the second time that week it had done it. Hasn't done it since. Oh shit it's probably here now. Well no, I think it, it got stirred up because I had visitors and it was showing off. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, people that had never been there, it was just showing off. But uh yeah. Look what I can do. Yeah, <laughs> look what I can do, look what I can do. <laughs> look what I can do. Oh Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's what he's doing yeah great my, my ghost is Stuart that's just like, like you just
2: see it fucking, you'll see an image of you know, like in a mirror or something of a ghost in his underwear bending over yeah, like his b- leg.
0: bouncing around yeah jumping yeah, great so well with that I think we should probably take a break get that shit on camera dude yeah my ghost Stuart we'll, we'll try alright let's take a break alright all right. so uh, we'll uh, we'll be back right after this if you're lucky <laughs> yeah After these messages,
1: we'll be right back. Make Halloween fun with one-stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like $6 million man, bionic woman, superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. You can get wrapped candies of every kind. Bubble gum, lollipops, fun size candy bars. Get this Halloween record. Sounds to make you shiver just $1.89. Make Halloween fun and easy. Make just one stop at Woolworth or Woolco. This Halloween, capture your ghosts and goblins on genuine Kodak film from Thrifty.
0: Whether it's print, slide, or movie film, Kodak is the choice of professionals. Thrifty carries a full line of Kodak film, including C-126-24 Exposure, C-110 and C-135-24 Exposure in regular and high-speed print film, KR-135-36 Exposure Slide Film, and Super 8 Movie Film. Remember, the sharper you want your memories, the more you need Kodak film and thrifty. I got a Last year, one of everyone's favorite candies appeared in a Halloween
1: sized pack Skittles. And words spread quickly. Is this the house that gives Skittles? See, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> To do something about that fit. Introducing Spooky Goop. Horrifying monster makeup you make up at home. Spooky Goop's bubbling lizard lips, bat bones, and toad toes create a ghoulish goo that makes a monster of you. Now that's a face no mother could love. Spooky Goop. Spine tinting makeup for Halloween or any unearthly occasion. <laughs> Has the big bird Halloween costume and the Yoda Halloween costume for trick-or-treating? What strange creatures are lurking in the night? Oh, skull face! Mummy face too. Oh, oh. What a frightful sight. Yes, Mom, this Halloween, your kids can have fun creating their own scary disguise with Cookie Spook's makeup. They just smear it on. When the makeup dries, it cracks to make them look really old and ghoulish. Add in the sheet and the costume's complete. Cookie Spook's makeup, kids. Six frightening disguises to choose from. <laughs> Great Halloween parties begin at Walgreens. Candy party decorations, masks, costumes, makeup, <laughs> everything you need for Halloween fun, now at Walgreens.
0: Hey, dude. What's up? You know, I always thought that, like, Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was, like, ramming through walls, and he was just a little short dude. I, I wish he would have made an action figure of that. You know, he'd make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding, but I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made like a a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that?
2: Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures, anything you want, out of anything you
0: want. So like, Slime Pit Customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook.
1: Position! (laughs) (laughs) It's a signal from another player. Premiering tomorrow from executive producer Steven Spielberg. Amazing stories from bad to verse. People say I'm crazy mad, but you see, I've got a curse. Because when I'm good, I'm very bad, and when I'm bad, I'm worse. Don't miss the most misunderstood ghoul in showbiz on Freddy's Nightmares.
0: Saturday nights at 10 on WKZF Channel 68. Did you know that we have joined a brand new network. No shit. No shit. It's the Sin Nation. Sin Nation? What the... What is that? Synergy Nation Network. It's a group of podcasters that... They just have real passion for what they're talking about and a love for podcasting. A lot of these guys are our friends. A lot of them are our friends. And some of our friends, we just don't know yet. Yeah. So if you want to check out some great shows, go to syndation.net. That's SYNNATION.net and see all of these awesome shows and sometimes they do supercasts where all the shows come together. That's actually really cool. It's great and you can check it out. SYNNATION.net. Tonight, I, Dr. Frankenstein,
1: reveal my greatest invention. Sir Gregor! A
0: hot dog? Take a bite. Wow, there's real chili inside. How'd you do that? I tunneled deep into juicy Hormel Frank's and stuffed them soap with rich Hormel chili. Absolutely amazing.
1: Positively delicious. What do you call him, master? What else? But Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein from Hormel.
2: Hey, I'm Mike. Fantastic.
1: I'm Audacity Jones.
2: We're the Russian Leg Sweep. Do you love pro wrestling? Do you? You should listen to our podcast, The Russian Leg Suite, on the Cloud Chowders Podcast Network. It's available wherever you find podcasts.
1: It's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, wow! Candy Critters! Oh! Oh, great! It's Monsters, our favorite show. Shh! It's starting.
0: And we're back. So. Lucky you. Yeah, you're lucky we came back. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have to poop or nothing this time. Not yet. You oh you haven't pooped or well we haven't recorded a whole lot, but you No. You used to poop every episode. I got it done this morning. Well good. You only poop once a day? Yeah. Oh, well, lucky you.
2: You gotta get them bowels fixed. Nah, I
0: think they're pretty healthy. You can get them colon cleansed. No, I think I'm okay. And make some chili for you. I had chili last night. I should make chili tonight. Oh, dude, I I went. I, 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 I may or may not have um, been a little high. <laughs> no, I, I went to the twenty-four hour Mexican restaurant that we have here in town. Which one? Uh, I went to Lena's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I
2: was twenty-four hours. Oh, you know, yeah,
0: twenty-four hour drive-through. Um, and I ordered like forty dollars worth of Mexican food. Holy fuck! Uh, you for it yourself? Y- yeah, well, yeah. I was by myself.
2: How fucking high were you? <laughs>
0: um High uh, forty dollars worth of Mexican food at the drive-through. I got uh, well. I wanted to try some stuff, so I got these rolled tacos that had cheese in them, and then they had like this cheese and guacamole and sour cream on them. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I got that. I got and I wanted to try a couple of shredded beef tacos, so I got that, and they were a fried taco shell, delicious. Um, I got chili riano, which is the stuffed peppers. Mm-hmm. And then I got this like three enchilada plate. Oh, well, that sounds good. I took it home. I, 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 ate most of it and then I'm like, okay, chili riano. I know what that is. Was I'm this like, last night? Uh, no, two nights ago. I put the chili riano in the fridge. Um, I, uh, put some of the tacos, the rolled tacos in the fridge. I ate all the rest dude no, i want mexican food. then i woke up in the middle like that, that was like a midnight i woke up like at three in the morning and i'm like oh man i'm fucking hungry <laughs> so i went and got the rolled tacos and i ate those and I went back to bed and i woke up like at 6 30 in the morning and i'm like what do i got for breakfast well i was is like, a so oh, i had
2: you.
0: and the the fucking uh your butthole had to have hurt no really it didn't really yeah um i had this they had the salsa did the refried beans go in and come out the same way not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Brown and cheesy. But the salsa that they gave me, they were like, you want hot salsa? I'm like, yeah, I'll give me the hot. Boom. Why? Like, you sure, white boy? Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I, uh, I I paid for that a little bit. My tummy got a little upset, but it was good. I liked it. I want some Mexican food now. So do I. We'll have to go get some. We'll yeah, after we're done. Yeah. Because, or or we, we go over and get that shit that we had at the bar. Yeah.
2: Oh at uh, Old Evers. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. You'll have to drive because my car's blocked blocked in. Okay.
0: Um so anyways, uh back to uh to horror on TV. Now I fucking got food Yeah, I no, i my mouth's watering.
2: Uh so And they had the hot waitress.
0: Yeah. The Bartender, yeah. We go get wings too if you want. Oh. We'll see. we'll figure it out I said oh oh Oh. so in in 85 they had this show that came out on prime time it was like it came out like 7 or 8 o'clock at night did Um, we already say the name no no um it was on Sundays if I remember right Sundays at like 7 or 8 o'clock at night it was a Steven Spielberg show but it was a Spielberg show it was amazing stories amazing stories was fucking cool
2: it was actually really neat
0: it wasn't all horror um, some of it would just be just these fantasy tales. And it had,
2: it had good cast. Kiefer Sutherland is one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. He was
0: in it. Well, yeah, and there were different people every week, different stories. Um, That's why it was amazing stories instead of a amazing story. Yeah, yeah. the same show every week. Well, they, they would do just some crazy, you know, fantasy shit. Uh, some of it would be supernatural. Some of it wouldn't even be scary. But the ones I remember were more horror-related. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites, uh, and, and if I can find it here, the, uh, well, this one, it was a World War II airplane, bomber. I remember this. And they were flying, they had gotten shot, and they were trying to land, and the belly gunner was stuck in his little pod, and they said, look, the, the, Landing gear won't come down. You'll be killed if we land. I remember this. I always thought this was um, a movie. No, it was this. Because every
2: time I think of that, I think of Biloxi Blues or something. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. And this could have easily plugged into any of the movies, that, like the Twilight Zone or, or yeah. any of those movies that were out.
2: And I'm not, sorry, I didn't mean to jump on your story. No. But I, I was going to spoil it, but I'm going to let you finish it, because I
0: remember this. When he was drawn. Yeah. He he made the he drawn cartoons. And he would always draw the girls and stuff and give to the guys. Yep. Well, he drew the airplane with these big cartoon wheels. And all of a sudden, the, the, the uh, landing gear worked. And when they landed, there were these big fucking yellow cartoon wheels on it. And they're like, what the fuck is this?
2: Yeah, I, I always thought that was a movie from, like, Galaxy oh. Blues or some shit. Some World War II sci-fi movie. But, yeah, I, that, I remember this vi- very vague. Or not vaguely, but very vividly. Vividly, vividly. Well, that okay,
0: that one was, was one that I really, really remembered well. Uh, prob- that, was, that was the mission. Yes, that was the, the, the mission episode it was episode 5 of season 1. And that was probably, you know, the most well-known one. Now, I remember this one that uh I'm trying to find it here. Maybe it was in season 2. That this guy found a well on his house. And he, it was like he was like on a, a he was a farmer or something and they lowered like food into the well, farmer in the dale, and
2: farmer
0: the, in the dale. Yeah, <laughs> basically, but they lured food down into the well, and this whatever was down there would send up, uh, like money, like gold coins and shit. Oh yeah, and I a note. This one. You know, and they would say like, you know, uh, you know, we have determined that this was, you know, whatever, you know, beef. We have found it good to eat. Here's our Payment, and they kept, you know, dropping shit down the well, and all of a sudden the guy's like, "I'm gonna go down and see what the fuck's down there." So he like puts on his fucking biohazard suit, yeah, and he lowers himself down, and then he wants to come back up, you know, like they give his daughter the note that he's gonna, come. and he was an ass to her. I remember that much. And so they, um, she she brings the fucking thing back up, and it's just a suit standing there. And, like, the suit bursts open and it's full of gold coins. They're like, we have determined that this is Turkey.
2: Oh, shit. Ate him.
0: Um, I can't, I don't see I've it I'm trying there.
2: to find that one.
0: But I remember it. I remember it very, very.
2: Vividly. Weird Al was in an episode. Yes, he was. Episode 45. Right. Episode
0: 21. Weird Al was, he was an alien. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. But, yeah, there's there's just so many of them were. That was the last episode.
2: Was it? Oh, thank you. At least that's what I'm showing here. How many yeah. Is that episode 45? 38? The numbers are off here. So 24. That must have been the first season. Yeah, okay, so season two.
0: Because I'm not finding what you're talking about. I, I don't see it either. I remember it, and I know it was on It was on this. It was on this, uh, 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 Amazing Stories. But I do remember this. But, yeah, there. I mean, there were so many great ones. Another one that, that everybody seems to remember is the family dog and it was the only animated episode and it's like all this horrible shit going on oh here it is thanksgiving it was called thanksgiving Ah, okay on thanksgiving a man david
2: carradine and his stepdaughter kyra sedwick oh and i love her that's why i love this one find treasure in a dry well which is inhabited by a whole people yes and that's all it says
0: yeah and he ends up getting he should come food him well, yeah, he had other things he was probably thinking of. Hanging himself in the <laughs> closet. <laughs> closet. Yeah, Family yeah. Dog. Yeah, Family Dog was, that ended up being a cartoon series. But this one was horror. That was and Family it was, Guy. No, car, Family Dog was a, was a cartoon series. Really? Story. Yes, yes. Um, they, uh, It was like a horror through the eyes of the dog. okay. So all this shit was going on and it none of it was real because yeah. the dog was freaking out. But yeah, the dog was kind of neurotic.
2: The courage, the cowardly dog? Kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it, that's what it reminded me of.
2: It was like everything probably happened, but it didn't happen the way The dog well, saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Mariel.
0: But yeah, they, they had Stupid Dog. This was a great series. And a lot of people don't remember it. But like I said, prime time. Yeah. The family would sit down and watch it. And it would almost be like the other channel had like the Wonderful World of Disney, and the the competing channel had Amazing Stories. Wonderful World Disney was awesome, though. But if you could watch Amazing Stories, which I think it should probably owned by Disney now. I'm sure it is.
2: If it was owned by Steve Steven Spielberg, which he probably sold a lot of his shit when Lucas did to Disney. Yeah, well,
0: the network
2: could be, you know, it might be on ma- it might be on Disney. I'm not sure. It may. I don't know. You know, I'm just gonna look. Hold on a second.
0: But Let's look, I'm. Look that up. We going to do research. Research research. But yeah, some some of them would be horror centric. Some of them would be like, a, a, you know, a mummy coming to whatever, or uh, it would be characters from a horror movie coming to life because you had a magic remote control. I remember that right. one. Yeah, so I mean, just different shit like that. Oh, uh, it's on Prime. It's on Prime. Well, great. No, it's on Prime for a dollar ninety nine an episode. It's on
2: YouTube for a dollar ninety nine an episode. It's on Google for a dollar ninety nine an episode. But, but. You can watch it on NBC for free. NBC, NBC, for free. Mm-hmm. It's probably on Peacock then. I'm
0: sure, because Peacock is owned by NBC. I think so, yeah. So, amazing stories. Amazing. 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 Now, here's one. I don't. I think you said you've seen this one, but you don't really remember it. Monsters. I don't remember. I try. I started watching it because I was on. I think it's on Prime. It it is on Prime.
2: It's on Prime, so I yes. started watching it, and I don't know if I actually ended up getting through an episode because I had probably had to turn it off because kids were yelling or yeah, Charlotte wanted to watch something else and she wasn't into it.
0: Well, it had three seasons,
2: but I remember the I remember the Cyclops monsters at the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, we heard that introduction during the commercials. I love this show. This is part of my trilogy that I would watch before Glow. Yeah, so it would be Freddie's Nightmares at Midnight. That I think that ran for an hour. Sounds right. So at 1 o'clock, this would come on. This was a half-hour-long show. And so this is the one where you're kind of dozing and trying to fight to be awake, and you could kind of tune in on what was going on here. Another episodic. Every little episode was different. Uh, One of these has traumatized me still to this day. Still to this fucking day. Really? And I rewatched the episode. It still fucking creeps me out. Which one was it? It's called Holly's House. Holly's house. Holly's house, and Holly. Holly's house was a kids show featuring this robot called Holly, and like the other people would be dressed up as like I, and it's like big something. I did jealous. watch this one. Yes, I think I made you watch this one. Yes, you. and the robot gets jealous because the person, the puppeteer that runs the robot, is falling in love with one of the guys from the it's like the director
2: or some shit. Yeah,
0: and so the the robot becomes self-aware and starts killing people. Yep. And just, it's killing the people that show this puppeteer any kind of affection or friendship because she feels, Holly, the robot, feels that this And then she would stick them back in the costumes. Yeah. Yeah, she, she would hide them in the costumes where they would find them later. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the puppeteer... I'm gonna spoil it because it's fucking well she's been she was gonna so leave story. the show she was because she's pregnant yeah well the end of it she gives birth and the daughter is talking to her the baby is talking to her saying I remember when we had a house together mommy it was me and the bird and this one it was Holly's house and she's like yes Holly it was Holly it was your house so she gives birth to the spirit of this oh wow robot or, or it's in her mind yeah. or whatever Fucking creeps me out because that fucking puppet came to life. Still to this day, that creeps me out.
2: Well and then that video I sent you probably didn't help either. That horror, that horror, Pac-Man. No,
0: no, didn't help. No. <laughs> so. Well, at least I know. No, I know what creeps you out. It's weird things that creep me out because everything else. I like. I fall asleep to horror movies. Oh, dude, somebody
2: somebody posted on Facebook the other day. What is the scariest movie that you ever watched? And people are posting, like, The Exorcist or this yeah. and that. I'm like, 2012. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the one movie that actually scares me. That, like, in The Day
0: After Tomorrow. Oh, The Day After Tomorrow was bad.
2: That movie. Those those types of movies scare yeah. me. Horror movies don't scare me at all. I can sit there and watch it and fucking fall asleep. Or it's take... the ones that can really happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it, everybody's like, why 2012? Why did you pick The fucking Exorcist?
0: Yeah. It was fucking scary. Yeah. There are scenes in movies that... They have stuck with me, but as far as, like, scary, the scariest movies, uh, The Morning After scared the fuck out of me.
2: I bet you it did.
0: That's the one with, with the nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little kid, and I should not have seen that.
2: Oh, dude, what else? Uh, fucking, like, um, another movie that kind of scared me as a kid, like, uh, I want to say, well, fuck me, scary movie scared me as a kid, but nowadays, it's, like, natural disaster movies. Uh, yep,
0: yep, Exactly. Fucking earthquakes, yeah, like Cause, you know, we have earthquakes in Nebraska.
2: We do, we're on a fault line, we're
0: on a fault line, and one they're, of these days, they're more so
2: down in Missouri, yeah, but
0: we'll fill them here. One of these days, that motherfucker's gonna turn loose, and
2: yeah, we're, we're not gonna know what the fuck to do. The it.
0: super volcano in fucking Yellowstone,
2: oh, yeah, dude. wait till that fucker cuts well, when that fucking thing blows, dude. I'm just gonna sit and wait for it to hit, yep, and, yeah, you know, they show like the path of where that thing the wave, go. yep, it's, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, like, right it, it'll hit us. But it won't hit us like we won't die instantly. We'll die from fucking cloud coverage, exposure,
0: and, yeah, yeah, just like the dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, if that happens, I'm coming over here, and uh, we're gonna cuddle up together and just let the ashes cover us. So when they when they find us, find what? us, there's like like we found a family of rhinos. No, it's just these two dudes, <laughs> two fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's these, there's these two fat guys all cuddled up. What the hell's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> Were they spooning? No, nope. they were ladling. They were ladling. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, Monsters. Uh, it had a good run. It had, you know, some really fun episodes. Um, and they were they were just quick. Most of them were fairly tame. Yeah,
2: and they, they were like they were 25
0: fun. minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, tw- 25. It was like a half hour show. So, uh, a lot of times they would do like a last minute twist. That was the, the scary thing, was you thought it was this and this was one. No, it was this guy that you didn't think it was. Yeah. And like, okay, that was fucking weird. It was weird. Old Man Weathers from the Haunted yeah. Amusement Park. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids and this damn dog. you <laughs> go. Right.
2: Nah, I can't do fucking Scooby-Doo.
0: <laughs> but no, it was just, there was a lot of fun stuff and they had, you know, guest directors and, you know, every, every little episode would be a different director and different story. It was fun. And
2: I wish, I mean, they got shows like that now, but I wish they would Bring them more
0: so up to. Yeah, they they don't really hit
2: now. It's no, I mean like they they did they did that with the 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 online version or the streaming version of American Horror Stories. Yes, which those were I thought those were great. And the
0: side stories they did for uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, were amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you do you do sides you do individual stories like this. It'll keep people interested. Yeah. So they don't it's like okay I might fucking get stuck on this and then all right well this episode sucked. So I'm not gonna watch a show anymore, right? Or you know, fucking Daryl's still not dead, so we're just gonna Fuck watch that and, show. Yeah, you know, shit like that. But like, there was the one where they watched on um, the American Horror Stories. They watched. It was an episode. It was the drive-in. Yes, the cursed movie. Yep. So anybody who watched it, everybody or anybody who watched it, went insane and started killing people.
0: And that's a there's that's based in reality, I guess. There's movies that are said to have that curse. I bought one. Remember that shit? Yes. That uh, I can't remember what it was it called. It was terrible. Yes. I can't remember what the fuck it was. I didn't even know what the fuck happened to the
2: DVD. He probably let somebody borrow it and I'd never seen it. It was like
0: supposed to be the scariest movie ever. Yeah, and it came
2: with a fucking certificate that says we're not responsible if you die. Yes. I was like, "Fuck, this was great." So we. you bought
0: a couple movies like that. That the fucking uh, City of the Dead was like that. It came with a certificate. I think that's what it
2: was. Yeah, that City was. Of the, and that they that was looked like they, they looked like fucking
0: burnt, deep fried turds. They they look like deep fried turds that had eaten spaghetti and gotten it all over the place. Yeah. I'm yes. like, this movie sucks and I think it was Italian or some shit. Yes, it was
2: bad. That one was bad. I might have just thrown that one out. You might have.
0: <laughs> I might have made you.
2: <laughs> and the you certificate, the oh, yeah, oh, it was, if you die during this movie, we will pay for all expenses. It was a, it was
0: a death certificate or a life, life insurance policy. Yeah, and
2: that. it expired. Yeah, it was already expired. <laughs> fucking thing. But we, we, we like watching them shitty fucking movies. That one we? was bad. It was pretty bad. So this one, it was
0: actually a very good show. It's not as bad as,
2: what the fuck was it? Robot cop or whatever.
0: Oh, robo vampire. Robo vampire. Fucking thing.
2: I'm still pissed.
0: <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I'd forgotten about that.
2: Oh. That was a bad one. That was terrible. I'm like, dude, you need to watch this. I watched like 30 minutes of it and turned it off.
0: And you didn't tell me you turned it <laughs> off, and I watched the whole fucking thing. It was bad. The hopping zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so. This show did not have Hopping Zombies. No, it didn't. Um, It had what I consider one of the greatest intros and outros ever on TV. I want to play those right now.
1: side is always there waiting for us to enter waiting to
2: enter us until next time try
0: to enjoy the daylight so just that intro and outro tales it, from the dark side it still gives me goosebumps to hear that oh dude it's great this was the third of the trio that i had to watch before i got my gorgeous ladies of wrestling this came on so like at 1.30 in the morning for a half hour and on a Saturday after Saturday Night Live, Freddy's Nightmares, Monsters, it was Tales from the Dark Side and Tales from the Dark Side fucking amazing. Uh, created by George Romero. Yeah. It had four seasons, 89 episodes plus the pilot and four unreleased episodes. I believe I... I know I have a bunch of them on DVD. These things still hold up for me. Each episode... The narrator,
2: yeah? Paul Speer. he didn't look like he would have a voice that he looks
0: just looking at him. Oh, really? Yeah. He had that, that deep... Yeah, that creepy voice. Yeah. So, this one, they would have different directors and different people. I know that... Uh, Romero directed a few of them. I believe Stephen King did a couple of them. Uh, I know that Tom Savini did, did a few. They would have uh, some name actors in it. The biggest one I see right here is Kristen Slater. Yeah, Christian Slater was in was in one of them. Uh, I, thought it, I thought it was great. The, Tales from the Dark Side, amazing. Trick or Treat is one of my favorite episodes. That was, That's the first episode. The first episode. George Romero... Did that one. He mm-hmm. he directed that one, I believe. A wealthy
2: and spiteful old man terrifies trick-or-treaters for kicks, and gets his coming-up-uppance. Come-uppance. Come-uppance. At the hands of a real demon. So,
0: it, it was great. It, it, was, it was a little goblin that came in. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it came in and, and just wanted candy. So, yeah. Um, I need to watch these again. These were great. I. This one did spin off to a movie, just like Twilight Zone did. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, um, Debbie Harry from Blondie was in it. I believe she, did she play a witch? In the, that's, that episode? Uh, that in the episode? movie? In the movie.
2: In the movie? Yeah. Um, I believe so.
0: I think she played she a witch. Did, she
2: did. She played, she played the witch that was, she was, because the, the kids were telling her stories. Yeah, she
0: was going to cook them and they, and they told her stories.
2: And she, they ended up pushing her in the oven. Uh, Christian Slater was in the movie.
0: Steve Buscemi was in the movie. Uh, well, young Jim, Steve Bushimi before he had Steve Buscemi eyes. Yeah? Well, he still had Steve Buscemi eyes, because they were his eyes. They just weren't as... They weren't as Steve eyes. as... <laughs> yeah, Steve Buscemi's. Yeah, They weren't Steve Buscemi'd. Yeah, they haven't been Steve Bushimi yet. yet. <laughs> uh, Julianne Moore was in it. I mean, just... It was a great... And the, and the, the Tales from the Dark Side movie was awesome. I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, they... Uh, I mean, they, they really ran the gamut of all horror. And it was was very horror-centric, Tales from the Dark Side. There weren't a lot of thriller or mysterious episodes. It was fucking horror. And it was fucking scary. And it still holds up. Uh, William
2: Hickey, he's probably one of the most underrated horror actors.
0: Okay, yeah. He was in uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And he was also in uh, uh, Tim Burton movies. As a voice.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he
0: played. He was in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Doctor Finkelstein. Yep. So, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Tales from the Dark Side. It was. Uh, it was very much like uh, Creepshow. Yeah, Creepshow was good too. Cre- and Creepshow was uh, great movies. I, lo- I love. both. Well, there's three of them. The first two were really good. Uh, the third one, not so much. No. But they, I mean, I thought that I thought that Tales from the Dark Side one of the better more well-done horror series of the time. Uh, And they had planned to reboot it. I don't know if that reboot ever happened. George
2: Romero did the screenplay for Cat from Hell.
0: Cat from Hell was... In the movie. Yes, that was good.
2: That's Um, the one that had um, William Hickey in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the cat ended up going into his mouth and then I think ended up coming out of his stomach or some shit.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, that was a good one.
2: Because he tried to get rid of the cat, he tried killing the cat, and the cat kept the, coming back. The cat kept, well. The cat kept killing everybody.
0: Yes. They planned on doing a reboot in uh, 2015. They gave it a pilot. Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son, that wrote Doctor Sleep. Yep. He was supposed to. Uh, Which was a great be, movie. I thought that was fucking done very well. Uh, the Doctor Sleep. Yeah. I still haven't seen that.
2: Oh, dude, you need to watch it. It. it takes that whole Shining movie yeah and makes sense it makes sense I mean like if you've seen The Shining which hopefully most of you have it was the first horror movie I had Trevor watch okay Um,
0: but it takes it brings the story full circle okay I need to watch it maybe I'll watch it tonight because I haven't seen it I love The Shining so I should probably see it and it, dude it does it justice okay I'll check it out and it's on that list of horror movies you have to see yeah um, especially if I'm going to do the, if I get picked up to do that, uh, where you watch 13 horror movies, Stephen King movies, and I applied to do that because yeah. I've already seen most of them, and they want to know what scared you, what didn't scare you, what uh, how you slept, and I'm like, what happens if you fall asleep during the movie? <laughs> <laughs> because I probably will. And then they asked, and, and I, I alluded to this on my Facebook. They asked a question: What is your biggest fear? And they had a list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's your biggest fear out of this list? And then, why is that your biggest fear? Well, I looked, and they had spiders on there. I don't like spiders, but it's not my biggest fear. Heights are my biggest fear. Okay. Because I can't climb ladders and shit. And if I get up on a roof, I'm okay. If I'm in the middle of the roof, if I get to the edge, I start getting weird. And they said, why is that your biggest fear? And this is why I said I might get a wellness check, is because I put on there. My biggest fear is heights, because when I get to the edge and I can see down, my brain starts screaming, jump, 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 you can fly, jump. Jump, and, jump, yeah, yeah. Jump, Basically, jump. that's what's going on in my head. Um, jump around, jump around. Yeah, I don't have House of Pain or uh, Crisscross. Or my, it's just, it's just like jump. You'll be okay. Jump. It wouldn't it be fun to jump. And I'm like, no. But I get this like overwhelming urge to jump. Holy shit. And I'm like, okay. And I put a disclaimer. And I'm like, I'm not suicidal. I don't want to jump. But my brain tells me I could. That's why I'm like, fuck heights. Yeah. Because I start thinking, hey, I can fly. Yeah, this is sober. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I don't like heights because of the thoughts that go through my head. Like, wouldn't it be fun? You, could, I, maybe, What if you flew? That'd be cool if I could fly. I know, I can't fly, though. I've seen that movie, The Boy Who Can Fly. He yeah, can actually fly. But he can fly. I can't. My fat ass would splatter, and my luck is it wouldn't fucking kill me. I'd just fucking cripple myself by jumping off of there and fucking be, be fucking broken legs and oh, fuck. a puddle of shit that didn't, you know, that would stay alive. He's you know, like a, Joe from Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> my brain told me I could. <laughs> but that's, yeah, so that's why probably, I'm probably going to get a fucking wellness check. I'm okay. I don't want to jump off a fucking roof. I just, my brain says it would be fun.
2: If he falls, it's because he got pushed by somebody that's not in this room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was pushed by an unseen force. It was a ghost. Yeah, that, that's why I don't like going up on fucking roofs.
2: Especially your roof. I know your place is fucking haunted. Oh, fuck yeah. No
0: way I will not be up there. Your but grandpa or fucking one of the puppets? Well, my grandpa wouldn't shove me off, but the puppets would. That fucking, that, that one marionette that I, or not marionette, that ventriloquist puppet that I have, the 100-year-old one. Yeah. Only thing in my house that creeps me out. That's fucking nuts. And it's in my bedroom.
2: Oh, it's even better. Yeah. So now he gets to watch us sleep.
0: Yeah. Probably
2: pet you. probably pet you at night. It might.
0: <laughs> but that's, when I first got him, I... He was in the corner there, and I'd be sleeping, and I'd wake up, and I'd be like, and I'd look over there, quit fucking looking at me, and the wall, I built the wall that he's sitting against, yeah. so I know there's nothing in there that would be knocking, and I've heard knocks go all the way down that wall. Oh, fuck. Right by right where he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I know it's him. Um, I don't know what he is, I don't, he's 100 years old, I don't know what, and he's fucking creepy. It, he's the only thing in my house, and I've got some creepy shit in my house. Yeah. He's the only thing in my house that creeps me out.
2: And he does that, You know he's doing that shit on purpose, just to fuck with you.
0: He know, yeah, yeah. He know, and whatever, it's it's there, and it's not. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna go anywhere because I love it. Yeah, but whatever. I've got some creepy shit in my house.
2: See, that's why I collect action figures. My shit just looks creepy, and they're right. gonna
0: fucking try to kill me. Yeah, well, again, puppet master shit around here. I um, he used to. He used to have blade. No, I never had blade. Oh, you didn't have blade. I know. Well, I know. I did for a while. I want to get the dude
2: with the giant hands though. Oh, yeah, Pinhead. Pinhead. Pin- his name's Pinhead. Is his name Pinhead? Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, his name's Pinhead. He's a strangler. Yeah, I want to yeah. get him, but they're expensive as fuck. They are. Uh, they have sales on them now and again, but... And you get, like, free fucking streaming or free DVDs or something. I gotta look, because they're giving away a bunch of shit right now. Um. Anyway, okay. that's Full Moon. Full Moon's awesome. Maybe we'll talk about Full Moon this month or sometime. Full Moon. Full Moon's a fucking great company. And Troma? Yeah. We, yeah, we should do an episode on them. Um, but that brings us to the uh, the final one, which is kind of the big one. We should have did trauma when fucking Lloyd was in town. Oh, I know. Well, we can probably get him. I know somebody's got his phone number. Me. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me his number, so we, I'll give him a call. That'd be an interesting conversation. He's a very interesting dude. I, yeah, I, I used to reach out to him. Um, so the, the last one, which I think is probably the biggest television horror franchise out there. Uh, let's just play the intro right now, because it's a lot of sounds... <coughs> and then you'll recognize you don't even know. have to fucking tell you yeah you'll know who it is so we'll play it right here Yes. HBO's Tales from the Crypt. What did you love about Tales from the Crypt? Fucking I love everything
2: about Tales from the Crypt. The movie, the series. It was something that I made sure I
0: watched as as, a ute. As a ute. See, I didn't have cable, so I didn't get to see it during its first run. I got to see it if I was at a friend's house or my grandma's house. If I stayed there and she had cable, I could watch it there. I'd uh, be fucking scared as a kid.
2: I remember in the movie when it was they had the the and They were getting ready to do the fucking murder scene with the girl in the tub. Yes. I think I don't remember if that was Bordello of Blood or if that was Demon Night. I think it was Bordello. I think so. And it was fucking. You hear the creepkeeper go cut, cut, cut. And he had his fucking director's hat. Yes. On and the big puffy pants. Yep. And it was it was John Laurquette. Yeah. He's like, what? He's like, we need to do it this way. He's like, okay.
0: Yeah, fucking Tales from the Crypt. Now the TV show. Awesome, and and the Crypt Keeper was a great host. He was a he was a great
2: host, great comic host.
0: Yes, he made everything funny. It was funny and had that little bit of, you know, twisted twisted humor. humor. Yeah, he was just a a smart ass, but everything was a little just edgy on like, wasn't gory. It would be something, you know, a pun... Yeah. ...that had to do with the scary shit. So, it almost, like, pulled...
2: It was like, you can see he didn't make the cut.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... And he fucking chop he'd, something. He, like, chopped somebody's hand off or yeah. whatever. Um, it almost pulled you out just enough, because he would pop in during the show a little bit. I think so. Yeah, like... Or a, he'd be at the beginning, and
2: then he'd be at the at end. At the end. Because he'd, he'd start, because he'd open his big book up, and it was the old school comic books. Yes. They had the crib Keeper... Um, the Witch and, I want to say, Igor? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there were three people who told the stories. Yes. but so the Crypt Keeper was the main one that they drew, that they focused on.
0: I think that his, his role, he set a, a lighthearted intro. They would show sometimes really fucking scary shit. Oh, yeah. And then... At the end, he would pull, kind of pull you back out of it and make it funny again, mm-hmm. so that that was kind of the lasting image you had when when it was over. Yeah. Uh, but t- fucking Tales from the Dark Side, it started. Yeah, it started actually. Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Crypt, Crypt. Sorry, we
2: already um, did Tales
0: from the Dark Side. So we did yeah, that yeah. before. But it says Tales from the Dark Side right here on the on the Wikipedia. Oh. So that's why I got that. Um, Tales from the Crypt, eighty uh, nine. It started the day after my birthday in eighty nine, June tenth, nineteen eighty nine. It ran until 1996, so it had a pretty good track record. Seven years, yeah. You know, that's a that's a great, you know, seven seasons, 93 episodes. Uh, this thing... And then they did an offshoot,
2: Tales from the Crypt Keeper, which was a cartoon. The cartoon, yes. This was on, I think, Saturday mornings or some shit. Yeah, I and remember it was that. It just a more more it wasn't scary or nothing like that. They had, like, Frankenstein, Dracula.
0: But, yeah, it was more kid-friendly. Yeah. Um,
2: like they, it's, it's, I think it's funny how they take these these scary adult shows. Yes. And then they make them for kids. And they did the same thing with Beetlejuice. Yep. And the Ghostbusters. Yep. So, you got, your parents can watch this, and then we're going to have, we're going to draw the kids in and watch this, and as they get older, they can start watching these They'll other watch shows.
0: They'll watch the movie, or yeah. the parents will actually watch the cartoon because they remember the movie. Yeah. So they go, like, oh, let's check this out. Oh, yeah, I remember. They did this a little different. Or you know, It's funny. It's lighthearted. It's... You know, it's not, it's when you want, like, horror light. Yeah. You know, it's like the, uh, the fucking White Claw of horror. You know, when you... White when, Claw. Yeah. <laughs> I have
2: never had that and probably never will.
0: It's the the, um, the truly seltzer of horror. The best... The Zima. The Zima of horror. The Zima
2: of horror. The Zima of horror. Oh, oh my God. Zima. The Zima of horror. The best villain in Tales from the Crypt. Fucking Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Billy Zane nailed it. Demon Knight. Yes. Yes, Billy Zane. That's still one of my favorite fucking movies today. And, and the best-looking man in horror. He, dude, he is the best-looking man in Hollywood.
0: Billy Zane. Pretty man. Pretty man. Pretty man. Prettiest man I ever saw. <laughs> so Tombstone. <laughs> they had you know, the spin-off movies, like we mentioned, Demon Night and Bordello and Blood, uh, Tales from Crypt Keeper. They also had the secrets of Cryptkeeper's haunted house. I don't remember that at all. It was a game show, really, on CBS from uh, ninety six
2: to ninety seven. Oh, was, uh, oh yeah, I was not watching TV between ninety six and ninety seven.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> the Cryptkeeper was the announcer of the show, and he would break in with his little smart-ass antics.
2: Wait a second, I think I do
0: remember this. And yeah, it was it was a game show. Uh, John Kassir was the voice of the Cryptkeeper through all of this. Yeah. John Casier is amazing, super nice guy, fucking hell of a nice guy. We're gonna meet him here uh, uh, next year. He's gonna be in town. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so we'll, we'll probably try to interview
2: him. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Um, do it now if we wanted to.
0: Yeah, it'd be easier to get him in person, I think, and, and more more fun. Yeah, because the guy is amazing. The guy's he, and he just, loves his fans. He does. He loves his fans. I've gotten a, a little cameo thing from him, um, or a little uh, v shot where he signed an autograph yeah. and. And talked a little bit, and he did the voice of the Crypt Keeper. I bet him, uh, the guy were like will record your voicemail message in the Crypt Keeper's voice and oh, shit. Oh, fucking sweet. Oh, yeah, he's, he's cool. And
2: the music composer for all the Tales from the Crypt music is Danny Elfman. Anything he does...
0: Amazing. ...is
2: fucking amazing.
0: That that guy makes Tim Burton's films. Yeah. Absolutely makes them.
2: And you see, he was... Oh, shit, hold on a second. And he was... Just look at Danny Elfman. He was a singer, songwriter for the new wave band Oingo Boingo.
0: Oingo Boingo. They... I didn't know he was in Oingo Boingo. Yeah, they did the uh, Weird Science. Yeah. And Dead Man's Party. And he's done, fuck. He's done everything. Yeah. The guy's, the, he is like the, the first name in, in scoring movies. That guy's amazing. Danny Elfman is Satan in the Forbidden Zone. Hmm. Look at that shit, dude. That is an old-ass picture. Wow. That's pretty cool. So... They did a radio series in 2000, Tales from the Crypt radio shows, uh, which I've never heard, but I'm sure they're amazing. Uh, Two-Fisted Tales in 91. It was a spin-off of the Crypt Keeper series and Perversions of Science, which was another spin off ish thing. Um, they had a robot... Female robot host in place of the Crypt Keeper, though. That's dumb. Yeah. So Crypt, Tales of Crypt actually had a lot of A list celebrities on it uh, Bill Paxton, Anthony Michael Hall, your favorite, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, Benicio del Toro, Bobcat Goldthwaite, Brad Pitt. I remember the one, Bobcat. Jesus Christ, these things. Cheech was on there, Dan Aykroyd. Demi Moore. Well, Dan Aykroyd, he's a big horror fan. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, he's real big. I mean, like you look at Ghostbusters and shit, dude, and he's really big into the occult stuff. Yes. I mean, that's actually who he is. Uh huh. So yeah, you know, he fucking went, he's like, yep, I'm all over this.
0: Yeah, the the fucking list of people that Katie Sagal, uh, Peg Bundy, um, Lance Hendrickson from Aliens and Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I mean, these are meatloaf, Michael J. Fox, Mike, uh, Malcolm McDowell. These are huge that, fucking I'd names. To, I'd love to find that radio show. Patricia Arquette was in this. Yeah, A little callback from uh, Dream Warriors. Arlie Ermy, who I fuck, I love Arlie Lee Ermy, dude. Oh. Lee Ermy is amazing. I, uh, of course, I don't like war movies. I love Full Metal Jacket because of Lee Ermy. He was also, I, uh, he played Hoyt in the remakes of. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, Tim Curry, uh, again Steve Buscemi, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Slash, Slash, is Slash is right? a huge horror fan. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Vincent the, Sparrow. What you see Vincent
2: Sparrow. You see like Spano. Vincent Spano. I I, I don't know. I don't either. I'm gonna Look and see what the fuck he's been in. Shadowbox. I don't fucking know what that is.
0: Yeah. No idea. Over the edge. But you, you see, I mean, they've got... He's big in the 70s. They've got some huge fucking names in these Well, they had, that H- they had that
2: HBO budget.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, this thing, it's still, I mean, it's still streaming. Um, It's still around. And you see the fucking DVDs everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought it back. They should. Only if uh, John Cassero will do the, the Crib Keeper voice. They couldn't
2: get anybody else to do it. No,
0: he's, a, he, I mean, he was perfect for it. Um, and if they enlisted some of the big names, I would say big names of the '80s and '90s. I mean, if Warner Brothers owns it, you would think Warner Brothers should do something with it
2: because it's it's a it's one of them things where, like, they brought back the Twilight Zone. They brought back you yes, know,
0: fucking, and the remake of the Twilight Zone was good. Yeah, I loved it. We, uh, it was a uh, uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, and he does good shit. He does. He is going to be one of the big names in horror movies he's gonna be like the next big director because everything he's done uh get out was amazing yeah. us was amazing i've not seen the new candy man but i'm sure it's great we can watch it we, we, we should do that we should get some mexican food and watch it mm-hmm. or get just some food just some food yeah just whatever i don't care at this point i'm Hungry. Yeah, me too. I also had a gummy before we started, so. All I had was a breakfast burrito. Yeah. <laughs> you had a breakfast burrito for breakfast. I, I had a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> a gummy and a bang. I'm ready for something. But, so, I mean, Tales of the Crypt is probably the one that we've seen the most of.
2: Yeah, and I think, that's like you said, that's the most popular one. Fucking and McGregor was in this shit. I didn't know that. It, and, it, I mean, it was nominated Iggy for. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop was in it. Fuck, I love Iggy Pop. Um, Joe Pesci You need anything done Fucking call that guy Yeah he can get it done He can get it done Little five foot nothing Joe Pesci Either Joe
0: Pesci Or uh, Harvey Keitel Yeah Harvey Keitel can get Some shit done Harvey Keitel was both The wolf in, uh, in Pulp Fiction And the devil In Little Nicky Oh yeah that's right So he can get He's Some shit done He's fucking great dude He can get some shit done uh, Yeah they were They were nominated For a bunch of shit They I don't think they ever Really won anything You ever want somebody Just to hang out with you
2: Ran around your house Jud Judd Nelson
0: judge yeah just just lounge and he'll never leave he spills paint on the garage floor <laughs> burn him with a cigar <laughs> So it did actually win uh, best sound editing and shit uh, and best half hour TV show in 94 at one best half hour TV show but the nominations were amazing. They actually tried to reboot this thing a couple times uh, in 2011. They tried to reboot the original series with the original producer, and they wanted it to be a continual story instead of the anthologies, the series, the episodes. So now that wouldn't have worked. I don't think it would have worked. They wanted to omit the Crip Keeper, which would not have worked. No. And they nobody wanted it. I would say because the Crip Keeper wasn't there. Yeah. So then in 2000. That's
2: your fucking star of the show.
0: It yeah. doesn't matter what the story was. If you don't have the star, you have nothing. You have nothing. You It's just another show. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, they tried to do it again, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, that wasn't a fucking word, wanted to shit do shit, s- I think his shit sucks. Some of it does, some of it doesn't, uh, most of it does. The one with the aliens was good. Signs? Signs. Signs was good, Sixth Sense was amazing. Sixth Sense, and then there was that one where, fuck, we've talked about before. The Village. The Village fucking hated that, that movie. That was horrible. That's up there with Tom Cruise with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> M. Night shamalama Ding Dong.
2: Shamalama Ding Dong.
0: They also wanted to keep it episodic, like it was, but take the crib Keeper out. And that wouldn't have been, don't call it Tales from the Crypt. Well, they couldn't move forward because they had some legal issues concerning the rights of characters that they wanted to use. But they weren't going to use the Keeper. Who the fuck else was Yeah. There? But they said they, you know, they, they got into a legal issue and they dropped it. So to this point, none of them they have a rebooted Tales from the Crypt because they're not doing it right. All uh, right. Now they, I think they took the Tales from the Crypt idea when they rebooted Creepshow as a series on Shudder. Yeah. Because the well,
2: see, and that the, the Creeper
0: does great. the Creeper does have a presence on there. Yeah. You know he he just opens a comic book and points and smiles and yeah, but he has a presence like the Crypt Keeper. Uh, so I think they borrowed pretty heavily from the Crypt Keeper, even in his look. Yeah. So,
2: well, I mean, well, even the the the, the creeper he always looked like that though, even in the old comic book. Right. No, that's who it was. Um, I think it was yeah, it was the crypt keeper, um, the witch and the creeper.
0: Okay, I think it's who it was in the comics. I'm gonna look that shit up real quick. But yeah, this was these were all uh, creep show was a comic, uh, tales of the crypt was a comic, back in like, the fifties, and. They brought him back in. Oh, it was TV the vault show. keeper, the crypt keeper, and the old witch. Okay. Crypt. The, Tales from the Crypt. Like I said, probably the most popular, probably the most uh, had the most longevity out of all of them. That's kind of why we saved it for last. Yeah. What What are your thought? Your final thoughts on on Tales from the Crypt? Probably one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. I
2: mean, it, it still holds up today, and like I guess I wish they would fucking bring it back with. The original fucking Crib Keeper.
0: Yep, John Kassir.
2: John Kassir. bring him back as the Crypt Keeper. Yep, and just do the stories like they did before. Yeah, but there's so like, there's so many other fucking shows out there that
0: are kind of like that now. That they borrowed heavily from it. It, was, yeah. it was it influenced everything since after it came out. It influenced every episodic horror. But like they, this.
2: They, they, they'd have to do it right. They'd have to... They can't animate the fucking creepkeeper Keeper like no. they did the Creeper. No. On Tales from the Dark Side. Or, or, or Creepshow. Creepshow, yeah. Um, They'd have to keep the same animatronic because I know that motherfucker's sitting in a warehouse somewhere.
0: And John Cassira is still young enough to have yeah. a good career doing it. And he can still do the voice. Because he, he's not that old. No, he, he's not. He's really not. And all you gotta do is sit there in a the fucking booth. Right. So, I'm sure... He, I mean, he, he does other voice work, but... This is his most well known. This is what he's famous for. This is he should be the only one to ever do it. I, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, they need to bring it back. Any any ones that we missed in your opinion, or anything you want to say about any of the things we covered? No, I think I think we we briefly talked about um Twilight
2: Zone. Yeah. Because the ones in the eighties, and we had talked about Twilight like Twilight Zone the movie.
0: Yeah. With uh, John Lithgow, he was in that. Yeah, he, oh, he—he oh, he he was on the plane. Yes, he—he he took William Shatner's spot. Yep. Now, I think it was Twilight Zone, the one with Skeet or others. Yeah, where he goes into the retirement home and makes all the old people kids. Yep. They play Kick the Can. I—that is just such a heartwarming tale, uh, especially working where I work. I mm-hmm. uh, you know I work in a in a uh, old folks home. I do maintenance there, so I see these people and I hear their stories about how they used to be in their you know early life and what how things were and their youth t- and, you t- and that was just a very heartwarming tale for me Uh you know if you want to go episodic movies we could talk about those for a second because there's we, we touched on a few yeah Tales with the Dark Side uh, Twilight Zone do you remember Cat's Eye yes I love that's a Stephen King one that is a Stephen King one and I remember just a couple of the stories in Cat's Eye Where, there was a one where the guy had to walk around the the ledge of the apartment complex. Yep. And the the other guy that was that was offering money if he could make it's like blowing fucking tubas in his face and shit when he it's fucking hilarious. But the one that sticks out is obviously the cat's eye one with Drew Barrymore, where the little demon, little troll is trying to steal her breath, and the cat slots it into the fan.
2: Uh, yeah. And they picked up that little fucking dagger. Yes.
0: Yes. So. Of course, uh, the Creep Show movies. We talked about those a little bit. Closer classics. So you yeah, can. F- we did forget one person. Was who's that? Elvira. Well, in Elvira, I think she is probably worthy of her own episode.
2: Yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, we
0: we could we could go into to we do Elvira. We could do fucking um,
2: Rhonda Sites and Gilbert Godfrey because they had their own horror esque. Yeah, and
0: jo- skin shows. Joe Bob, who is yeah, still going so yeah he keeps keeps saying he's retiring this is the last one then he does another one he does another one Yeah, and he's actually going to do one here in a couple weeks Um, so yeah we we can do a whole episode maybe next week on the the different the late night late night hosts hosts. yeah Yeah. because every little town had their own Uh, Omaha had theirs that we're still a part of the show you know Um, so we can touch on that a little bit and you know, kind of give some pub to, to Doc and, and some of the other great... Some of the other horse. local ones. Yeah, not the local ones, but... The, you guys know, no, still got them around. Yeah. And, and Sammy Terry and all those. But Elvira, of course, is the the big one. She's the mistress of the dark. Yes, and she just had a book that came out that was, I hear, amazing. I need to get it.
2: And everybody had a crush on her.
0: Yep. Still do. Still do. 70 years old, she still looks great. Yeah, she, I think she just turned 70. Yeah. Um. So maybe we'll talk about them next week we do that. Yeah, that'd be good. So it, See, look, now
2: we're he- we're getting ahead of ourselves, ahead of schedule, like instead of, all right, what are we recording? Today? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Let's just start recording. Let's
2: just find a topic real quick and go off that. Yeah, and
0: we don't do any more research. We just know no, what we're we going to
2: talk, talk about. Yeah,
0: we, we don't we don't research it until like we're live on air.
2: Most yeah, of <laughs> most but of the time, we're never prepared. No,
0: but it works out.
2: Yeah. People so, enjoy it and, yeah, you know, we have our small fan base.
0: Yeah, a couple people. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah Sarah actually commented on, uh, she said she loved the fashion show. She did. did. And uh, she said that we need to bring a girl in the next time we want to talk fashion, because we missed a bunch of stuff, obviously, because... We're not very fashionable guys. We're not fashionable, and we had no clue what girls were into at that time, because we were a bit too busy fucking catching frogs and fucking... Blowing up G.I. G.I. Joes. Blowing up G.I. Joes and shit. So, All I know is the girls wore jellies and... J- they wore jellies and they, they did that little roll thing on their jeans. The, ty- oh, the, fuck, the guys tight rolled their jeans. And not this guy. I tight rolled my jeans. I'm sure he did. So, for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I'm Mikey. I had a can opener and everything. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm Corey. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> say goodbye, Corey.
2: Goodbye, Corey.
0: Fucking can opener. <laughs> tight rolling some bitch.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. Retropowerhour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.